Hi, everybody. Kim Winter here from Logistics Executive Group. Thanks so much for joining us today. Special guest today from the continent of Africa. This young lady is a supply chain professional, highly qualified, which we're going to hear about shortly, and uh, running her own business. So she's an entrepreneur, she's a mum, she's a leader, she's a uh, actually one of the 100 most influential supply chain women in Africa. So very pleased to have us to have her join us today. Lorato Ngere Tabede. Hey, Lorato, how are you? Hi, Kim. Thank you so much. It's so awesome to be with you. <laughs> and how did I go with the pronunciation? You know what? You should relocate to South Africa. You've got this. <laughs> have been there, love the place. Hey, Lorado, give us a bit of a heads up on, on your background. We always ask our special guests to give us a bit of a rundown on their upbringing, um, their early part of their journey, both personally and professionally. And then let's just talk about supply chain, what's going on in South Africa, what's going on with your business, and what are your passions around the industry? Thank you, Kim. You know, as a young person that is from um, what people call the dark continent, which is probably the brightest and richest continent in the world. I grew up in Soweto in uh, the southwestern Western Township of South Africa. I mean, that is the township that's got two Peace Nobel winners, right? We've got Mandela and we've got Desmond, uh, uh, De um, Bishop Desmond Dudu. So I grew up in Soweto, um, not in the greatest of circumstances. And in 1988, I'm giving away my age, but in 1988, we didn't have much of a supply chain and it was not, not known. Um, but I grew up there uh, during the rioting and I got the opportunity to go and study in what we call a former Model C school right now, which was in the integration started to happen. Um, so, you know, my background is more from a uh, township background. So, you know, less poverty um, and generally just hardships around um, the economic um, environment that I grew up. But I've got opportunities and I'm very grateful for those. I studied, I did my matric and um, I ended up in this fascinating world. Um, if you don't mind, I'll just take you through how I even got into the supply chain. Please do. I, of course. So in Madrid, um, when I was growing up, you had a few options. Every parent wanted their child to be either an accountant, a doctor, a lawyer, or a teacher. <laughs> of course. And uh, my mother wanted me to get into IT because my uncle had made waves in IT and she was like, your uncle drives a, a BMW. So you'll make money if you go into IT. And I was like, okay, fine, you know. I'll get into IT. So I was, my grades are good. I'll be proud of that. So I, I got into the first institution, um, which is the University of Johannesburg right now to study IT. However, I found the world of explosives. Uh, I started VEC work for a company called Detonate back in the day. I think it's still called Detonate. And they were making electronic detonators. And I got really fascinated by the engineering aspect. So when I went to register the following year, in my, I started in my matric year. So the following year was registration, which was first year. I went in, into engineering and I thought, you know what? I'm going to be an engineer. I'm going to be an explosives engineer. And uh, Kim, I don't lie, it showed me flames. <laughs> so, it, <laughs> so after about two years, you know what? It didn't work out. I was like, nah, I'm not built to be an engineer. I had been sponsored by the company that I had mentioned. So I let them know to say, hey, look, guys, engineering is not working. So I need something to do right now. Give me some work. And they said, you know what? 
come come here. So how I got introduced into supply chain, Kim, very interestingly, was by slapping labels on boxes of detonators that were going around the world. And that was my first stint of, you know, a supply chain. And even back then, we hadn't really defined supply chain as we've defined it now. It was still logistics. And in South Africa, we did not have a, a, a degree or a diploma that was supply chain. So I went into logistics. So my background starts from studying uh, become a Bachelor of Commerce in logistics. I completed that while I was working. So I did, um, they call it open distance learning. So I was able to study and work at the same time to pursue my logistics career. And you know what, as as they say, and that's when the magic started. <laughs> awesome. Hey, that, that's really interesting. Thanks for sharing that with us, uh, Lorado. Um, it's uh, I've been to South Africa a number of times, and in fact, as an entrepreneur, you'll you'll understand the challenges that we might have faced uh, when I was there just before the global financial crisis. We set up yeah. in uh, Ravonia, which is, I guess, not too far. You're in Johannesburg yourself, yeah? Correct, yes. And, so uh, about 10 minutes away. Yeah, So, and you're right. There wasn't a lot of talk about supply chain then. It was, it was all logistics. Uh, we were going along famously for about three months, and then all of a sudden the GFC hit, and the world fell apart economically, so we had, we had to pack up and put our tail between our legs and head back to Australia at the time. But uh, met some fantastic people and uh, could see the, the development going on in the country. And, of course, there's been massive development across supply chain. Um, there's, there's Jenny Froome, of course, whom we both know, who is the leader of SAPEX uh, yes. in South Africa, and I know you're very closely aligned with them. But so you you've got through some uh, some corporate business roles, and then uh, the young entrepreneur came out in you, and you started your own business. Tell us about that journey. Um, so it it is thankfully to the corporate roles that I've gone through. I've I, I started working as an exports coordinator. So you know before the uh, I did the labeling, then I got into exports, which is the more you know how do we get product out of the country and getting the documentation right. And when I started, nobody trained me. Nobody said this is the correct way to fill in a document. This is the this is why the document is important for you to fill it in correctly. And as I grew, I went from exports to warehousing and distribution and, you know, getting into the management level. And I realized that even at an operations level, we don't train people. We expect people to just learn on the job. And there are some basic fundamentals in our profession, supply chain, which is, I, I don't like calling it a profession because to me, supply chain is what makes the world go round. It's what everybody does every single day. But there are those fundamentals and those basics that people need to learn and to be taught about. And that's when I saw that, you know what, I could make more of an impact with my passion for supply chain and my passion for people and my passion for my country and my continent to grow is to teach people supply chain, teach people the fundamentals and the basics of of supply chain. And that's when Definity Training Solutions started. So we are a consulting services, but our main aim is training and development. We are looking at the operators that are often forgotten, your warehouse operators, for example, your materials planners, you know, people that you wouldn't naturally say, you know what, let me actually take them for a, a traditional training course. So that's that's what we do 
is definitely to look at those people and bring them into understanding the basics of supply chain. You know, things about inventory management, things about warehousing and distribution, as well as exports and transportation. So merging all of that in so that they too not only have on-the-job training, but also have the theoretical knowledge to get them to do the job and work for their companies and also grow. And um, I, I'd like to bring in the SMME angle as well, um, Kim, if you don't mind. Um, mm. My continent we may be rich and we may be beautiful, but we are still very poor. And in order for us to grow, in order for us, for our economic development to happen, we can't rely on big corporates. Mm -hmm. All over Africa, we need small, medium and macro enterprises to grow. And they fail very often within their first few years. And I know a lot of people think it's cash flow and it's money, but it's because they don't also have the basic understanding of supply chain, how to, uh, how to manage their inventory. And if they knew that, they could grow and become more profitable. So Definity also tries to get into that SMME and say, how can we help you to understand what your supply chain is and define it and improve the processes of your supply chain? The more we do that, the more supply chains are going to grow within SMMEs and we increase their profitability and, of course, the impact they make to economic development. And South Africa SMMEs actually hire more people than large corporates do. Yeah, I was um, I was in an interview with uh, some folks back in New Zealand last week, and we were, mm -hmm. there was in the small and small business sector yeah. uh, representation body, in fact. And as is with most countries, about eighty five to percent plus of uh, tax is paid by small businesses. So uh, you talk about the, the, the lifeblood of industry and of uh, society for most countries, and I'm sure South Africa's no difference. While we're talking about South Africa, um, for those who uh, don't know, and, and I'm one of them, it's not on the top of my head, about the size of South Africa in terms of the population um, what, and, and the major ports, the major cities in South Africa. Just share that with our, uh, our listeners. So South Africa is the hub of Africa. Um, you know, a lot of trade that happens comes comes through through our ports. So we've got the Durban port. We've also got the Cape Town port. Those are the two biggest ones. So economy, economically, South Africa is what I could say sort of drives the African economic engine. And a lot of business takes place here in South Africa. I mean, we are more developed than most of our brothers and sisters, uh, brother and sister countries um, in Africa. And economically, I think we rated second now. I think Nigeria is, is number one because of Bollywood politics. I won't mention anything, but we are very big. And supply chain happens here quite a bit. Yep. And a lot of trade happens in South Africa quite a bit. The major city, uh, major province, Houting, which has got the major city with the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, is where all the action happens, which is um, where I'm based um, currently in Johannesburg. We are not very big in terms of uh, size, but in population, I think there's about 54 million of us. That is a lot. Um, so we, we, we're kind of very big and we, we do have a very impressive GDP compared to our brothers and sisters in yeah. Africa. Well, thanks, Lorado. I mean, uh, we talked before about you commencing and starting the business, which would have been enormously challenging 
for anyone uh, in, in any anywhere these days to start a business. Yes. How many years have you been operating now with the training and development company? It's been about three years. So, you know, this lovely um, COVID, it's yep. been so awesome. I know. <laughs> So, you know, it's it showed and it's actually what also drove me even for, even harder. But I started my business in 2019. Yeah. Uh, it was officially registered in 2014. But while it was being registered, I had to get myself as the Rato personally geared to be able to start training people. So therefore, that's I'm certified. And um, Abe Eskenazi from ACM is going to kill me if I say uh, production and inventory management. But that's how long ago I was certified. It is actually uh, planning and inventory management. And I had to get those certifications as well as my logistics, transport and distribution so that when I say to you, I'm going to equip you with skills and theoretical knowledge, I know what I'm talking about. Um, so I had to get those running first. And officially, I started in 2019 working with big um, corporations such as ACM, uh, BBO Pigs, including Say Pigs, that have been really a pillar in assisting small businesses here in South Africa, especially businesses like myself that are young but uh, headed into the supply chain. And not even headed, we are in the supply chain direction. Well, we certainly like to get as much information from our guests as we possibly can, and, and you are no exception, and you've done a fantastic job in sharing an enormous amount of info with us tonight. So I really uh, am sure that uh, our, our listeners and those, our viewers and followers, uh, are gaining a lot of information about South Africa they didn't have about the supply chain. Your business uh, is will be uh, is being advertised below with a link back to your yeah. Uh, registration page where people can make inquiries and we Thank definitely you. encourage people to hook up with one of uh, well, one of the top 100 influencers in supply chain uh, women in uh, the continent of Africa. Africa. So no mean feat. So well done you and congratulations on that. Um, I'm, I know there are so many powerful and strong women across Africa where we're gradually catching up with quite a few. We've been in uh, East Africa, as I mentioned the other day, uh, yeah. a few weeks ago, did some fantastic interviews there as well. So, look, before I let you go, I know it's getting late where you are, um, and I just wanted to really touch on you, you've made that massive step, taking that bold venture of setting up a business. You're a young entrepreneur. What are, what are one or two tips that you can give other folks, including, of course, young women who want to get into business, whether it's supply chain or whether it's starting up their own venture of any sort, what would be uh, one or two tips that you could share with our audience? Sure. I mean, uh, I don't want to like him. Being an entrepreneur, and I mean, you're a serial entrepreneurist as well. It's not an easy feat. It's not something that you go into and you, you think you're going to make money. In, you don't go in it for the money immediately. I just want to say that out loud. So you need to find out what is your passion? What is your passion? Why is it that you want to do? So um, quite interestingly, you and I follow Simon Sinek. And he's got the, the, the why, the how, the why, what, and how, I think. But it's definitely the why. Mainly, so and, it's, and, and it's, big it's the why. Why? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the why. We recommend so that centered, to anybody, right? <laughs> yes. So centered on the why. 
you need to figure out your why first. Um, if I talk about my why, it's the love of supply chain. It's the love of my country. It's the love of growing young people and SMMEs. So I know my why and my why has defined and that has, ex- has brought about the how and the what. Right. So I would encourage young, young people, young women, um, women in general to start looking at that and also understand that this world, um, unfortunately, is set up against us. And it's it's not our fault. uh, It's nobody's fault. But we do have to work very hard. Um, Kim, you always say that you're a 24 hour operation. So when you're going to be an entrepreneur, you must know that you're going to be a 24 hour our operation so that perseverance really has to be there and you will be driven by your why your why will drive your perseverance and therefore that's why I would encourage it you need to know why you're doing it in order for you to do it you don't do it because Kim is running a 24-hour operation or because you just heard Lerato and she sounds so great and excited about business you do it for yourself and understanding what you want to do and I would also encourage that you read, you study, you position yourself, you go through webinars, you research, you find out about where you, your field and where you want to be, what, what role you are going to play and what you are bringing, what your unique aspect is. For every Definity Training Solutions in South Africa or anywhere under the uh, everywhere, um, all over the world. There are bigger businesses that have been doing this longer than I have um, and longer than you might have been. But what is your unique selling point that will make Kim say, I want to use Lerato's definitive uh, training solutions rather than using a well-known company? You know, so it's all about finding out your unique position, getting your why, getting yourself out there, reading, studying, pushing yourself and never, ever giving up. If you don't, you know what? Giving up is one of those things um, I had a coach used to say, don't use the word try. Because, you know, you're always like, oh, I'm going to try and enter business. So with business, don't try. You're not there to try. It's either you do or you don't. (laughs) So make sure that you do. And when you do, whether you succeed or whether you fail, and failure is just a lesson of how not to do it. And that will, that's what's going to encourage you to move forward and to push yourself, your business, and your community at the end of the day. Hey, sage words. Um, it's almost like you've had many more generations and, and decades to, to come up with all those ideas. So uh, congratulations on on your progress so far. You've made it through COVID, so I'm sure the business is going to go well. The name of the business again, Lorado? It is called Definity Trading Solutions. And um, our motto is we are defining your infinite training needs so we find out what it is about you that you need and we will help you to train your people and that that's what we do so anybody looking for skills and um, I want to say my market is specifically for supply chain so any supply chain people out there any any companies that have got supply chains that need their people trained um, we are here here's a hand good stuff and where where can people find you Lorado? So I am, we are on LinkedIn. Um, 
I am personally on LinkedIn, so you can find me. It's Lerato Lungile Tabede. That's my full name. And uh, the company has got its own page, Definity Training Solutions, also on LinkedIn. I am on Facebook as well as Lerato Lungile Tabede. So you can find me there. Those are all my channels. My website for the business is www.definitysa.co.za. So I can feel the legend growing here. So Lorado, Lengele, Tebede, yes. uh, entrepreneur, top 100 woman in Africa, influencer in yes. the supply chain and business owner. Um, thank you so much for spending some time with us uh, today. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to catching up with you and seeing how you're progressing over the next year or so. Awesome. Kim, before I leave you, I just want to tell you, I love the way you pronounce my names. Let me just give you a background of where those names come from. Please do. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, my mother was 14 when she fell pregnant with me. And she gave birth at the age of 15. I mean, I've already told you I'm from the township, so you can kind of understand. But the name Lerato means love. And um, you can see I'm just a ball of love, right? And that was given to me by my mom and my dad to, to say that they love each other. And I was made from love. At the age of 14, not so sure, but I believe it. And the name Lungile, which means it is well, was given to me by my late grandmother, uh, my late maternal grandmother, who found out about my mother's pregnancy when she was seven months old, uh, when, when she was already seven months old pregnant and to her it was to say you know what I understand you are young but it is well so that those names are just representative of everything that I am love and also knowing that it will be well regardless of the circumstances and well this done. is the Zulu girl from South Africa talking to you <laughs> well done feel the energy and uh, thanks so much for, for sharing uh, the time with us and uh, we look forward to catching up with you on another panel with Sapex maybe next year. Um, yes. And, uh, really enjoyed that. So take care and uh, we'll catch up soon. Thank you so much, Kim, for having me. And thank you to your viewers and your listeners. And for everybody who's listening or watching this, thank you for tuning in and giving me airtime. time.